Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Next Level. I'm JVL, joined today by my best friends, Sarah Longwell and Tim Miller from The Bulwark. Uh, if you are enjoying the show today, I want you to do two things for me. First, mash the subscribe button. It's, it's right down there. And second, come over to thebulwark.com. We just we make content every day, and it's like free. Just for you. Just for you. Well, for, for everybody, really. Uh, articles, podcasts, videos. Uh, come over to thebulwark.com, sign up, and you'll get free stuff from Charlie Sykes and me and Tim Miller every day, and even Sarah when she writes. Quarterly. In fact, I edited a piece from Sarah, a really, really good piece, like two weeks ago, and I haven't heard back on the edits. Hopefully it but, isn't uh, a kindly subject matter. It's evergreen. Uh, so let's talk sports. Herschel Walker, former football great in the news. Sarah, what do you I think? think? Fucking around counts as sports, but uh, of a sort. So I got to tell you, you guys know sports, not I, I, I played them. Uh, but I, I'm not a big observer of them. <laughs> quite, quite a bit better than me, actually. Yeah, I played, I played a lot of them, but don't watch them. So I, I was unaware of the Herschel Walker until I started doing, uh, like, okay, I, so, okay, Trump's got this football player, election denier, crazy person he's going to run. I started doing focus groups in the state only, and I thought it was absurd at the time. Like, I was like, well, this person doesn't have a chance. And then I went down to Georgia, like the devil, and I <laughs> listened to some Georgia voters talk to me about, Herschel Walker, God of the state, he can do no wrong. Yeah. Uh, I remember my favorite my favorite focus group anecdote about Herschel Walker is that um, we were telling a group of swing voters, have you heard the story about him playing Russian roulette with a live bullet that he would stand there, hold the gun to his temple and pull the trigger? And the person said, Love risk taker. Well, that's Herschel. I guess he just keeps winning. All he does is win. All he does is win. So this is when I knew that Herschel Walker was of a different, just a different whole phenomenon down there. But just really quick on this, you see, you'd never heard of him. Like the name Herschel Walker didn't even ring it, but didn't register something deep in your brain stem. I don't think so. Um, I, I mean, hmm. but I got to tell you, um, there are certain phenomena that pass me by almost wholly. Uh, I would say um, the the Royals, Donald Trump did. Entirely. I mean, I knew who he was, right? Because like, he's ephemeral, like he's out there in the, right. but I don't care about him. I don't follow it up. So to the extent if I'd heard Jeffrey Dahmer, I only just realized, I just watched this Netflix Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Did you know he w was gay and he mostly killed gay people who were mostly black and brown? I didn't know any of that. Okay, but that's, that's different. That's not like a social trend. That's like you missed a true crime story from the, the early 1990s. Okay. Well, yeah. but anyway, but, but I have a lot of thoughts about Jeffrey Dahmer, but we should probably circle back we, to Herschel. We can, hit, we can hit that at the end. keep going, Herschel. You're, no, I had not really heard that much about Herschel. Here's the thing. I, what I don't understand now that this has come to light, that he um, paid for an abortion, the woman- Allegedly. He allegedly paid for an abortion. I'm sorry. Um, thank you. Uh, I know how you're one-eighth of a lawyer. The, the woman produced- uh, a a card he sent a get well card. A get well, card. Um, get well card. Rested, relaxed, and recovered. I, I don't. I mean, that's that's horrific. Get well soon. Get get well. well what soon. you think he should have sent a condolences card, Tim? I I, I don't know if like a Hallmark. <laughs> I don't think that Hallmark has like a rack. Thinking of you, or I'm, I just paid for your abortion. They've got cards for everything that I pressured you into. You're one of my, uh, you're one of my my women that I've impregnated. I don't, a nice note, maybe a handwritten note, a nice dinner, a handwritten note, maybe a, a I, yeah, I, I don't know. Get well soon seems not up for the occasion. I guess that's what I do know. What is exact? What is appropriate? Open question. Get I think, well soon. I think it conveys uh, the manner of a person who, and I think we're hearing some of this from his his son, uh, did this with a lot of women and had some protocols in place for how he dealt with things. That makes it sound like there's more forethought <laughs> than I think is really going into this. I think it's a uh, Herschel Walker sees a squirrel, squirrel, and then like figures out how to get out of it and move on to the next thing. Do you right. know how how much effort I have to muster to send a card to anybody for anything? <laughs> I just I just think that this was something that like this was how he and and this woman like so she she literally allegedly alleged well not alleged she she does have receipts of money 
and the check. Uh, so like, she's in the check, right? So she's and got the, the bank statements. Contemporaneous like, as the kids account. say, she has the receipts, but it literally, she has the receipts. So I, I don't know, perhaps fabricated, whatever. Although um, what was interesting last night was to watch it play out publicly and to watch um, some on the right, Eric Erickson, uh, for one, to be like, well, we've always all known this about Hersha Walker. Well, Hersha Walker simultaneously was reacting, saying, this never happened. Only then to shortly thereafter have his son come out and say, of course, this happened. And let me tell you all about him. And, and this morning is another video in which he calls him a liar. But the thing is, like, the idea that, that we would all believe Herschel Walker after they have uncovered, I believe, four secret children of his since this campaign began. Four, four children and, by four different women. I think as the two of them were secret right. love children, maybe. I, it's hard to keep track, to be honest. But you'll remember when this all well, Christian started. Christian was the only acknowledged child. Right. You'll remember that when this started, it was because he had lied to his own campaign staff about the existence of these other, this mm. other paternity. Mm. Right. right. These other instances of paternity. So he's such an inveterate liar that he has already lied to his own workers what, why would the people of Georgia think that he's not lying to them now? There's part of me that that uh, is so disgusted by the fact that Republicans allowed this person to run, that everybody let Donald Trump have his way, that thinks that, that cleared the field for cleared the field for him, that Mitch McConnell endorsed him. So, like, there's part of me that wants to be like, "Great job, guys," uh, and really like lean into this. The problem is, it is such a like horrible like gross situation that then there's that part of me that says, God, this is awful. Like this poor kid and like these poor other kids. And honestly, Herschel Walker seems like he is so funny. People talk about Joe Biden's, you know, in infirm, uh, you know, mental oh, yeah. acuities. Like Herschel Walker is not there. Uh, he can't string a sentence together. And so like part of me also just feels bad. Like I, I, I'm hesitant to sort of dunk on it. But the people I will dunk on are the Republicans who put this guy forward. Um, it is shameless. Well, I've got great news for the listeners. I do not feel hesitant at all to dunk <laughs> on that situation. I uh, hope so not. I'm glad Sarah is, I appreciate where Sarah's coming from and is showing a little discretion, uh, but I don't, I don't, I'm not choosing to share it. Uh, here's the, here's the thing. I, you guys are both kind of hitting around it, but I mean, Walker, I, they didn't even have a primary. Right, this was all known, and this this is this, this is the parallel to the to, to the Trump element. It is not as if there was any question that Herschel Walker might possibly be in the ballpark of prepared to be a United States senator. Right, like anyone who spent one minute with him could tell that he uh, that he wasn't. Anyone who spent one minute watching or ten minutes or whatever watching his old twenty twenty interview. You know, which I did for that original Herschel Walker I wrote for the article I wrote for the Bulwark a year and a half ago. Like anyone that spent 10 minutes watching that is like, this person needs mental help. Like he needs around the clock psychiatric care. Uh, you know, he needs a support group of, of other men. If he wants to do a Christian men support group, right, where they go on retreats, like that's where, what he needs to be doing, right? Like dealing with his own issues, not being put in front of cameras every day, not not being responsible for whether we're sending aid to the Ukrainians or not while they're being invaded, right? Like that, not being responsible for women's uteruses, okay? Like this is not, this is a person that needs help. That was very obvious. It was so obvious. We wrote an article about it before he was even a candidate, demonstrating how obvious it was. And yet Mitch McConnell looks at this. Rick Scott looks at this and is like, well, he's famous. He's famous. Might as well just go with it. Trump wants him. Why deal with the fight? Why deal with the primary? Why fight on any principles? Why actually try to care about anything? You know, LOL, nothing matters. And it's like, this was all predictable. Then, then everything we predicted came to pass, and then his his numbers started doing poorly. And you know what? All these same assholes did in that last this past summer. They rushed down to help him. Let's go, Re Operation Rescue Herschel. Yeah, Brett O'Donnell, the fa most famous speechwriting coach in Republican politics, will send him in. Gail Gitchow, my old colleague for, from Mitt Romney's campaign, Mitt Romney's spokesperson. Like these are not. This is not the MAGA nuts. Like they sent in the A team. Okay, let's send an A-team to try to help him. And all these same people put their names in Politico and said, I'm going to be here to help Herschel. Herschel was not helpable. Okay, Herschel was a fucking disaster. 
from the start on preparedness, on his personal behavior, his personal ethics, on the fact that he was he's a compulsive liar. We all knew it, but they all don't give a fuck. Okay, like all they wanted was Mitch McConnell to be the Senate leader. And it's like, who cares? Herschel will be a good boy and do, you know, what he's told like that. I mean, that is the like, let's just be honest. Like that is their mindset looking into this. There's obviously some racial elements, um, subtext to that, um, though they're doing this. They did the same exact thing with Tommy Tuberville and, you know, they're, they're doing it with others. So like these guys don't care. And um, it's all blowing up in their face. And I got to tell you. I was enjoying it. I was enjoying it. I feel bad for Herschel. I do. But but just kind of scrolling. Through, I don't really feel bad for Herschel, actually. I feel bad for Christian, I meant, which we can get to next. Uh, I, just, a, just a hair. I'd like to spend a little time on Christian to explain why I don't feel that bad for him. But I feel a little bad for Christian because it's tough. But all these assholes that are getting their comeuppance, I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I hope that they all enjoyed putting out their statement from the NRSC about how the liberal media is out to get Herschel Walker like a bunch of solar What Democrats and their partners in the media always do, Tim, right? It's this amazing is, how the Democrats got to his son. Wow. And, uh, and, and old Newt Gingrich saying it's one of the most vicious smears he's ever seen. I, so, uh, you know, the National Right to Life mm. group, uh, his big endorser, Herschel Walker, they think he's going to be a great champion for life in Georgia. And uh, none of this matters to any of these people. No. Right? None of them are going to win. Now, it may matter to some small percentage of Republican or swing voters. And I, you know, I, I, I would bet that the vast majority of Republican voters are going to look at this and say either uh, it's not true, it's a media lie, it was all in the past, he's a different man. Or who cares? Like, I want Team Republican. But maybe some, you know, maybe 3% of those people will say, I'm going to stay home. And if they do, then Herschel Walker will be in a lot of trouble. But from the institutional side, none of those people are going to walk away from him. No. National right, national right to life is not going to walk away from him. The Republican Party writ large is not going to walk away from him. And this will become yet another litmus test. I mean, so Tim, the... The, the thing about Herschel and the McConnell endorsement, I actually disagree. I don't think McConnell was looking at Herschel as Herschel was being put forth by Trump and thinking he's our best chance to win. And McConnell looked at that as, I need to get right with the MAGAs somehow. And so I can't be seen as pushing back against this. And so I'm going to hug Herschel to sort of, you know, butch up some of my MAGA bona fides at a vulnerable moment for me. And then once they were in, uh, they thought, well, we got to make, you know, make chicken salad out of this, right? No, I think they didn't want the fight. Sure, maybe that's something about MAGA bona fides, but, but Mitch is probably not going to run again, right? And like, who's, he, who, who's he trying to fix, his own caucus? I think the, these assholes haven't learned a damn thing in seven years. And like they thought that they can just do the same thing. They can own this guy and like whatever else some problems. Nobody will really care. It'll be a red wave year. They'll sweep. He'll, he'll sweep in. We'll, we won't have to deal with these with the, with a bloody primary fight. I mean, in any sane world, in anything even bordering on a sane world, Brad Raffensperger, <laughs> who just like overwhelmingly won, did the right thing as Secretary of State, has been tagged, negged by JVL and some bulwark people for not exactly being, you know, you know, going all the way there on the results of all the things that he claims, like acting as if, you know, may maybe you should act a little differently if you're on the one hand, you're saying the president pressured you into stealing the election, ending the democracy. On the other hand, maybe that should make you reassess some things about the president <laughs> and his party. But he has, didn't do that. But he did the right thing. He did the right thing. He's a down-the-line conservative. Like, how, how was he not a better bet for the Senate? Like He's a slam dunk, right? But actually supporting Brad Raffensperger would have meant, okay, we would have had to deal with this primary. We would have had to deal with Donald Trump's shit. You know, I would have had to show, like, just one scintilla of moral courage and 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 they've all decided that they don't they don't do that right that, that nothing matters right they've already sold their soul what reason do they have to show a scintilla of moral courage now but but like the thing is i just i hate to let people off the hook on that one because it's like well obviously they weren't going to be for raffensburger tim but obviously why brian kemp won his primary 
is it crazy to think that Raffensperger could have won a primary? That if yes. they if they put yes. out all this oppo yes. on Herschel, yes. I'm sorry, I like I I I I agree with you generally, but if we're gonna get what about into the lieutenant governor. Uh, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying like there might be somebody, but like the Raffensperger got pulled over the line on a combination of name recognition, Kemp's performance, and Democrats crossing over to vote for him. Like he would have gotten destroyed in a Republican primary. Okay. Yeah, sure. So. Okay, but like, like the the, the lieutenant governor, I think like, Kemp did it. Right. Kemp couldn't have found somebody that they could have run against this guy. Uh, I think that's a good point. I mean, this is and this is this is sort of it. Right. Is that Herschel Walker. The phenomenon of Herschel Walker running for the Senate was done with the consent of a whole bunch of people who knew better. Um, and I think to Tim's point about the schadenfreude, like, I'm not going to have schadenfreude for, like, the Walker family. But for the Republicans who allowed this to happen and just kind of close their eyes and cross their fingers, like, let's just hope his celebrity gets him over. And every single one of us knows that he is unqualified, that this is bad for the country. Uh, it's probably bad for his family. And they went ahead and, and it is exploitative. Um, they deserve... Uh, absolutely to lose. Um, it's nice to see Donald Trump continuing. I mean, we don't know this for sure yet. And I think we should just talk for a second about whether or not there will be a political consequence to this. But if there is, uh, that's the third Senate seat Donald Trump will have caught, um, lost in Georgia uh, in just a few years. Well, before we do the political side of it, let's just spend one minute on on Christian. Okay. Because I do think this is relevant. And, and I think that it's relevant to whether there will be political consequences. For people who not, have not uh, obsessive uh, freaks like me and do not know who Christian Walker is or people who aren't on TikTok, just a quick background. Herschel Walker's son is a gay TikTok star. He was a national cheerleading champion. So he's touching all the bases on the gay stuff. Um, this is not like he's, a, you know, he's a conservative thought leader and he's also gay. Like he's gay, gay, gay. Like that's the center to his brand is I'm gay and I'm also a conservative. He's extremely outspoken. He's a, that, that is like the understatement of the year. He's like kind of an obnoxious troll, really. Um, he, uh, he was one of, the, one of the most visible agitators of the fact that the election had been stolen, uh, certainly to the teen 20-something set, you know, who are on TikTok. Like Christian might have been the person that they saw besides Trump, like the most often, being like this election was stolen. He drug his dad onto Maria Bart Romo's show, which they did together. Um, if you want, looked at, which I did, if you like look at Herschel's Twitter feed closely during this period after the election, there were some very similar things to what Christian was tweeting. And some might think that that meant Christian was copying his dad. I, I think there's a lot of evidence that points the other way, right? Like that he was, in, you know, influencing his dad. He is, I, he had a millions of, of followers. I, he keeps getting his account canceled for like doing lies and conspiracy stuff. Um, but he keeps adding back on and has 600. So like, this is a very public like very well-known person. Um, he is a very beautiful boy. He's beautiful. Yeah, he's beautiful. He, has, he, he, has, is, like, he, has, he is an unbelievable He looking. has a lot of weird opinions. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, and he, he, he did his last, I think, just for reference, as a reference point, I think his last big controversial thing is he said that I'm not going to call my, I'm not going to use the word gay anymore because it's been, because uh, uh, the LGBTQIA plus the furries and the the non-binaries and everybody have have taken this away from me and sexualized it all and made it about gender and I'm just a guy that likes penis so okay whatever um you know he he has he's out there and clearly he has some issues uh given the fact that you know what he went through uh, and so I, I think that it's important to recognize this is not like Ron Reagan Jr. Like coming out against his dad right <laughs> this is a, this is Don Jr coming out against his dad, like the, the even more magnified next generation. So let's, um, if, if, if for people who haven't heard of it yet, let's, uh, Sebastian, can we play the clip of what Christian is saying about his dad today? I stayed silent as the atrocities committed against my mom were downplayed. I stayed silent when it came out that my father, Herschel Walker, had all these random kids across the country, none of whom he raised. And you know my favorite issue to talk about is father absence. Surprise, because it affected me. That's why I talk about it all the time, because it affected me. Family values, people. He has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them. He was out having sex with other women. Do you care about family values? No. I was silent lie after lie after lie. The abortion card drops yesterday. It's literally his handwriting in the car. They say they have receipts, whatever. He gets on Twitter. He lies about it. Okay, I'm done. Done. Everything has been a lie. 
Wow. I will say, Herschel Walker, like, he was at an event when the story broke. So he immediately said he was going to sue the Daily Beast for defamation. uh, Like, the next day. Tuesday morning. Yeah, Tuesday morning, immediately. Gonna sue. Then his son came out and kind of blew up his spot, which... I'm. I don't. I. I haven't seen the lawsuit. I'm not, I'm not sure that thing's getting filed today. Can I just caution people? Like, this is a thing that, you know, so, I always say this about Andrew Sullivan, right? Andrew Sullivan has been this idiot who's been wrong about everything and used any club at hand for like 35 years of his professional life. And Same. then, yeah, but because Andrew Sullivan is an, kind of like Andrew Sullivan, yeah, whatever. Because Andrew has been on every side of every issue, and you know, like he's smart. He's not dumb. Uh, when he winds up on your side of the issue, the, whoever you are and whatever the issue is, the temptation is always to be like, well, now Andrew's making a lot of sense now, right? This is, no, it's just like, this is just where the spinner has stopped right now. And the same thing with, with Christian Walker. Like, I would, not, I would not put too much stock in anything that he says, to be quite honest. No, no, no. I reject everything yeah. that you just said. Every sentence. Okay. For starters, like, Andrew's been decently consistent on a lot of things, okay? So he was about the thing. He's convinced me on certain things. Uh, he was for gay marriage for anybody mm-hmm. was, for pot legalization for anybody was. So, you know, everybody's got their issues, and that's fine. Andrew has his, I have some my issues with Andrew. But um, this is not that, okay? For, for another reason is this isn't an issue. It's not like Christian Walker happens to agree with me right now on school vouchers or like permanent daylight savings time or the war in Ukraine. Like what he's no, doing is saying my father he lies about the election. And now he's telling me like, you can't, you can't No, what he's you know, doing is the guy, my lied. father abandoned me. My mother was scared of him. We had to go to six different houses in I forget if it was six months or six years to get away from him. He was abusive. He's a liar. He's a compulsive liar. And, and and it's an admission against interest because I'm out there getting fame off of this. I'm out there ideologically aligned with my insane father, maybe even influencing my insane father's ideology. So it's not as if this is like, oh, Christian Walker changed his mind on, on Obamacare. And now, I, and now I want to make him the yeah, face of I, it. Like, like, like this is a this is a kid who is who is who has been look, hurt. Once a witness's credibility has been impeached, like you can't take anything else they say after that seriously. Why? He's saying the truth. Sure, he may be saying the truth now. Smart people can assess when two insane people are fighting. One of them has to be right. Okay, when they're on two different opposite sides, and one of them is saying this didn't happen, and one of them saying it did happen, we can assess which one of sure. the insane people is offering more evidence in their case. Um, and it's obviously the kid yes. who's been like taken advantage of by his famous father for years and been a victim of his famous father. And just because he has horrible opinions on like basically everything doesn't mean that that didn't happen. Right. So he's been victimized. I take JVL's JVL's point that like one can be skeptical of this young man based on, but however, however, if you listen to him though, so he has, he's made several videos this morning, which I have watched, (laughs) but uh, one of them is totally normal thing to do. Yeah. One of them is he, he, he talks a lot about how he was going to stay quiet. Like he was fine keeping his mouth shut until his father started lying about it. That, to me, sounds pretty credible. Like, and, and he actually says, like, all you Republicans calling me up, telling me you'll lose us control of the Senate. He's like, well, he's lying about all this, and he's lying about my mother, and, like, this is all untrue. That, that I think, is, that sounds pretty credible to me, and that you can see how he was willing, right? He was originally willing to keep his mouth shut, but what he wouldn't do is sort of swallow the lie. He also said, interestingly, in that that they promised him early that his father was going to own up to all of his mistakes, take responsibility for it, like out of the gate, um, and then move on from it. And like he was okay with that. But that's not what happened. He just started lying. Well, this was the pitch. It's what they. It's what he did in this whole op-ed where he was attacking Bill yeah. or whatever, right? Like this was Herschel's initial. That so again, more credibility to what Christian is saying. Herschel's whole plan or whatever like what what the people were thrusting on him if he didn't lie to his own people was going to be you know a solid damascus type thing right like i'm a christian now i had psychological problems i've seen the lord it's this whole thing about how when remember when he's the story about how he's chasing the the, was it a woman or a man he's chasing someone he's trying to kill them it was a guy yeah he's a guy he's got the voices in my head or i kill this guy and then god told me no do the right thing 
so he saw the bumper sticker. There was right. a bumper sticker yeah. on the guy's car. <laughs> yeah, so he had the awakening, right? So, but yeah. maybe that. So that would make sense that he would tell Christian, like, "Look, I'm going to apologize to what I did for your mother. I, I may, I was sinful. I was fallen. I've seen the Lord." And I, you know, that's a reasonable thing to expect that he's going to do, and also think that that it's crazy that he runs. But that that but you're balancing. Humans are complicated. You're an in, influencer. You're like, how many more followers am I going to get if he runs? I don't like the fact that this is going to be bad. Right? I, I it's it's a very understandable uh, sequence of events. Can you imagine Herschel Walker running a Senate office? Like, oh. you know, to be a senator, like you've got like a bunch of employees, and you got to like women. hire people and fire people. So I'm like the whole the whole idea of him as a senator makes the job of governance into a joke. Yeah. And I will say, with knowing that, right, the idea that Republicans... And he could still win. Yeah, he could still win. And the idea that, like... And this is, like, in the before times, right? Before Access Hollywood, we would be having a different conversation about the repercussions of something like this. We would say, like, okay... Video footage has surfaced from your wife talking about how you held a gun to her head uh, more than once because she starts out with the first time he held a gun to my head. Um, You have four secret children. You uh, paid for an abortion despite being a uh, no exceptions rape incest life of the mother uh, guy politician right now. And your son has said that you are lying about all of it. So that would be like game over. You're done because Republicans would walk away from you because... They would care about preserving their own credibility, but they have learned some some very terrible lessons since Donald Trump. It was interesting to watch, you know, people like Eric Erickson, and he was getting a lot of play last night because those are nights where people's um, cynicism and their lack of clear morals, despite being people for whom morals are their brand, becomes on full display because they are quick to rush to the defense uh, and say either somewhere between hey, we all already knew this, old news, which is literally the words he used, old news, ah, we already knew this, uh, to being like <laughs> avowed pro-lifers. Like, decent people walk away and do not defend somebody like Herschel Walker. Yes, and, and in a lot of ways, Eric is like trying to rationalize it and justify it in a way that is almost like not the worst in the degree of, you know, I saw there's Lisa Marie Booth, a Fox person, who's somebody who I used to pal around with in D.C. She... You know, just tweets, I, if I moved to Georgia, I would still vote for Herschel Walker after this. And again, think about the practice. People all stood up for Roy Moore. Yeah, right. They all stood up for <laughs> like, all of them. Like, like, like Eric is like trying to work the convoluted gears in his brain to try to get to a yes. Like these other people aren't even doing that. It's just not, it's just sociopathy. So uh, before we move, I, I do want to kind of just circle back to the political element of this and like whether it will matter. And I already saw, you know, po- Ken White Popat is great, but tweeted like, no, these people aren't going to care about this. His voters aren't going to care about this. And I do think this is why people should be bored plus members and listen to the focus group because uh, you don't have to actually go to Georgia like I did to hear from voters. I, a lot of these people are complicated. Right? Like, sure. It, or is 80% of the Republican base just going to blindly vote R no matter whether it's Roy Moore, David Duke or Herschel Walker or like Louis Farrakhan? It like, doesn't matter. Yeah, sure. I, of course. But there, there are people that are weighing it, and, you know. I, and I think I'm sure you think about people in your mind in the focus groups, Sarah. But I think from you know when I was interviewing folks about this in Georgia, one guy stands out. I was at the Kemp event, and I went up to just the first guy I saw. I figuring he was going to be just a strong R type, and I asked him. I was like, "What do you think about her? You know, obviously you're here for Kemp. What do you think about Herschel?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't know about that guy. I, you know, he's like, I'm going to vote for him because I'm a Republican, but." And I was like, oh, okay, but I, you know, I'm trying to, I'm interested in people that might vote for Kemp and Walker. And he's like, my, you might have my wife. He's like, I don't know yet. She hasn't told me. She's a strong Republican, but I don't think she can vote for Herschel. She's a, she's a family woman and, and the stuff about his family. Right. So I think about that. Right. And it's like, you, you forget that there are people out there that might just be like, I'm not going to write that line, you know? And that's something, right? Like nudging somebody like that guy's wife from Kemp Walker to Kemp you know, I'm writing in Billy Graham, right, or whatever, or or Kemp, not writing in. That's 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 a plus one, right? Like moving that person from Kemp Walker to Kemp Warnock is, is a plus two, right? Like an, in net, right? Vote change. So I, I just I do I think it's wrong when you just listen to these types of voters. You know, particularly there are a lot of despite the fact that pro life Inc. is is nihilistic right. and full of shit. There there are still a lot of people out there 
that bought what they were selling and that are pro-life and, and varying degrees of genuineness that, that might look at this and say, I can't moral, I can't personally vote for this person. Maybe I can't vote for Warnock either because he's pro-choice, but I can't vote for this person. I, I, I do think that there is a significant gettable group here and to and to and just to wave it away like access hollywood i think is wrong uh well i agree with that sort of um i, I mean i i think that i'm not trying to wave it away like access hollywood i think that how access hollywood changed the way that we react to these things right I, yeah i didn't i didn't mean to imply so that. like republicans are running to defend him but i agree with you on the voters right there are a lot of voters and i i think it's funny i i've always sort of thought that this race I, we always think in terms of like the Kemp Warnock voters, these college educated suburban voters who look at Herschel Walker and they're like, this guy's not up to this job. And I was always like, you know, I think you could probably get a lot of those people. My concern was that there would be plenty of independents and even Democrats who would literally be like, Herschel, forever, you know, and like for no. Go dogs. <laughs> Go dogs. Yeah, just right. <laughs> like, like he, that's, that's how he scrambles the political situation is because he's just a different, he's not like a normal political candidate. Um, when the focus groups, people talk about the struggle in the booth all the time, like how they sit there and think about these things. And I think there's a lot of people for whom the steady drumbeat. And I think, look, those ads about him putting the gun to his wife's head are just airing relentlessly in Georgia. And I think there's got to be a lot of women who are like. Yeah, and men. I mean, the guy, the guy yeah. that I interviewed, D.C. Aiken, the guy who, who I interviewed yeah. for the story, yeah. who's literally JVL's Foghorn Leghorn voice as a human. I, I, <laughs> I mean, this is D.C. Aiken. And great guy. I just mean like, that's how he sounds. And, and he even, he, he said, he's like, you know, I've been in this politics game, used to be a city councilman or something. I know how you can contort things and ads and stuff, but you can't contort what that lady's saying on the ad. And like, that's just not, I can't go there. I can't do that. That's too far for me. And a, he's a Trump 2020 voter. So like th these, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not even just women, right? Like that is really bad. It just, it just shows the amorality of like the Mitch McConnell's again. That like these, these people who are outside of the warped political bubble, and like see this more clearly, right? Just like, nope, sorry, that's over the line. Maybe we should have had a competitive primary. All right, uh, let's move on. We got other stuff to talk about. But before we do that, we have our very first sponsor for the next level. Uh, yeah, I know it's very exciting. And and also it's a great sponsor with a great product. Uh, it is fall. It's it's cold. I love this up in New Jersey. We, we get a real fall. We get vest weather for close to like 10 or 11 weeks. And what I like to do is crack the windows open in, in the bedrooms to so get like the nice brisk chill of air coming in, fall air in the night. But then you're cuddled up in, in, in bed. And we got new sheets from Bowl and Branch. And I am a huge sheet snob. I'm guessing, Tim, that you are too. No? Of. Yeah. Of. Uh, I, I, I am an ad. My wife goes crazy for me with my obsessing about sheets. And uh, this is when when we heard that Bowl and Branch was going to be a sponsor. I was like, oh, this is amazing because I'm going to get to troll my wife so hard. Because these sheets are so good. So uh, what it do you is, like your wife likes uncomfortable sheets. I don't understand what the troll is. There. Do you not let her sleep in the bed with the sheets? Or no, you know what it is. She has this thing where she insists that like uh, design doesn't matter, and I think does good design matters, and it matters in everything. It matters in a can opener. It matters in uh, a campaign poster, and it matters in sheets and the Bowl and Branch sheets. The, the key, the secret sauce, is the uh, long-spun cotton, and it's so good. It's so good. Tim? I got to tell you, I, we spend a lot of money on sheets in our household, and so I, I was skeptical that there would be an upgrade. And uh, we threw them on right before I went on uh, this little trip to Arizona. Yeah. And uh, I hopped in there in the afternoon. Now, I'm not, I don't get this, this, this whole fall thing. Like, oh, I'm excited to get inside the sheets because it's fall and I love pumpkin spice latte. I fuck, fuck fall. I get depressed in fall, right? It's about going back to school. It's getting darker. And so, you know what I need is to get in and just kind of get in the fetal position in a nice, comfy situation, right? And deal with my fall de depression. And I did that. Uh, in the late afternoon uh, last week, and then and, and it was just a massive upgrade. I had these hipster bamboo sheets. You know, you, you thought that was going to be no, no, no. I, 
Ugh. Yeah. Go, no, go long with. staple cotton. That's what yeah. this is what the luxury is. The luxury is the materials used and it's long staple cotton. It's very comfy, huge upgrade, immediate upgrade on my bed. My, my test for sheets, like really good, well-made sheets is that it needs to feel both supple and substantial, <laughs> right? So supple and substantial. And that's, that's what they are. They're, they're really good. And I, I'm telling you this. Really good for like, me. Supple, I, I don't know about supple. I've got to Google it. I, really good. I am a, a an evangelist for products I love, uh, even when we're not getting like sponsored for them, which is why I do a lot of dishwasher talk, a lot of watch talk. Uh, this stuff is great. They send us a free pair of sheets, and I am 100% going to go and spend my own money on some more bowl and branch stuff because uh, they have not just sheets, they have other stuff too, which looks great. So uh, I will be sending my own money at bowl and branch and you guys should too. Uh, so what we uh, ask you to do is try the sheets that make fall the coziest season of the year. Get 15, I didn't know you could do that. We can get 15% off of your first set of sheets and free shipping when you use the promo code next level at bullandbranch.com, that's bullandbranch, B O L L A N D branch.com, promo code next level. Hey, Bull and Branch guys, thanks for being our first sponsor. We love your stuff. Okay. Uh, so we did, uh, we did Herschel Walker, and I guess, I guess that Dr. Oz is lucky. That this week Herschel Walker turns out to have allegedly paid for an abortion. Since this week we also found out that Dr. Oz has killed hundreds of puppies. This is Oppo, Oppo October, man. Oppo October. You know, it just as a piece of uh political, I don't know, craftsmanship, Tim, have you noticed do you think people are moving up their Oppo dumps because of early voting? Like, do we have to get our temperatures set differently now for when we're gonna get the hot stuff? So yes, I do think so. And it was something we thought about. Um, even as early as 2016, right, which was trying to get stuff out in early October rather than the traditional, you know, it was the Bush October surprise was literally Halloween, like the Dan Rather, uh, or not, yeah. uh, you know, the drunk drive, not the, or the drunk driving one um, with Gore. I, and that was like November one or something. Uh, the October surprise was October 30th. You do it earlier now. That is a strategic move. I, I think that's probably what's happening with Oz here and the mass puppy murder. Um, uh, but I have a good authority that um, that the Herschel thing was not actually Oppo, uh, and and it's just it, we've gone this long. We should credit uh, Roger Solenberger over at the at the Daily Beast who got it, and I, I do think it's God's was good old fashioned source gathering. Uh, and the reason why I know that is because I was in Georgia, as you guys know, writing about this race, asking everybody, "Give me your Oppo, give me your Oppo, let me do it, let me let, <laughs> let me shave Herschel." And I, I several people I heard they're like, "Don't got anything, you know, that's that's good." But the Daily Beast is working on something huge, so um, I, I just I do think that that was just uh, a real reporting. But but the the Oz thing has all the all the hallmarks of. Uh, a classic Oppo. Does anybody care about this? Like, I'm not a dog person, so I look at this and I'm like, eh. The puppy death? I don't know. I went and read, like, the actual thing. And so I, I, I think that there is a little bit, he is sort of removed from it, right? Like, I, this is not, I don't think, Dr. Oz, like, conducting his own experiments. He was, like, overseeing a team that was doing. No, he's not Michael Vick. Right. He was overseeing a team right. that was doing, I think, legitimate uh, experiments of some kind. It works, right? You run a lab and you got a bunch of researchers and PhDs beneath you who are doing the experiments. And, That's right. right. Now, but what I read that was sort of the terrible part is so he signs like a waiver taking responsibility for all of the things that happen. And there's very strict protocols for how you treat animals that you're doing experiments on. Um, and I think there's like extra ones for dogs. Um, and one of them is that you, you know, they have to be uh, like, euthanized at a certain point or they have to have things that keep them from feeling pain um you know when they, and like so a bunch of that wasn't being followed is the allegation and in, there was like some fines levied but they were small it was like two thousand dollars this is the kind of thing actually i think it does stick potentially like people love their dogs like fetterman's response was just to take a photo of himself with his dogs and say like i'm hugging these guys extra hard tonight but i don't i don't know if Dr. Oz, like being a scientist over a lab, like I'm not sure how much, I don't know. I, I, that's a hard one. Doesn't it underline his essential problem with connection though, which is that like 
he's a kind of creepy TV doctor with 2% body fat who smiles too hard. And like, you know, like these things are always only problems if they exacerbate an existing perception or connection problem with, with voters. And so like on the one hand, like I have a hard time thinking that a bunch of rural yinzers who are always going to vote for Republicans are going to look at this and say, Oh no, hell no. I like my, I like my old yeller over there. But on the other hand, if you are like a normie type Republican who is already like, Oh, do I have to vote for this guy? Maybe this makes you say the dog murder, right? No, Tim. I mean, is it true that the dog? It's, is it true that the dead dogs and the live dogs were like putting a bag together? That's the plot of 101 Dalmatians. That is it. There, one of the one of the accus and uh, one of the accusations is, is that the dead animals were put in with the puppies. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know that this is a, a vote getter after after uh, explaining why in depth why I, uh, I can imagine a Georgia voter this mattering I, I don't know um, people do care about dogs more than me though maybe this is my dog sociopathy and this is there's something there Seamus obviously had a lot of legs as a story um, the uh, the Romney roof dog uh, and uh, you know I, I think that in general Fetterman had kind of lost he had this drumbeat of just Oz is weird. Oz is not from here. You can't trust him. It's very strange. Like, he's not one of us. And, like, like he had lost that, that, right? Like, the stroke happened. Let's just be honest. He's not doing interviews. So he's yeah. not carrying a message. Um, that is that is His hurting. entire campaign is shitposting. Yeah, that is that is concerning. Uh, and, yeah. and, and I think people are legitimately concerned about that. Um, and so, and then, and then Oz's campaign actually put together a message uh, you know, some of which is a little race baiting uh, and a little bit overheated, but but some of it, you know, uh, has legitimate examples of what's of what's on the crime issue, what's been happening in Pennsylvania, and and that has sort of turned the sort of narrative around the race. And so, to the extent that things like this can get Fetterman back onto the turf of this dude is such a weirdo. Like maybe it's helpful in the macro more than like somebody's like, I was going to be with Oz. And then I heard about the puppy slaughter changed my vote. Yeah. That's, that, that's what I was trying to, trying to get at. Yeah. yeah. Let me like, so I did a Pennsylvania focus group just this week. Pre puppy slaughter. You might have to do a follow up next. Pre, it was pre puppy slaughter, unfortunately. Um, and I, so I want to tell you about an interesting dynamic. And I, I told this to you guys before, but it, it happened again. It's been happening a lot. So these are Trump. 16 Biden 2020 voters, Pennsylvania, zero willing to vote for Mastriano. Mastriano is so well-defined. They know exactly how crazy he is, and they all think Josh Shapiro is fine. Uh, some, some of them even think he's more better than fine, like actively like him. Okay, so zero at the top of the ticket for the Republicans. It's interesting that every single Pennsylvania voter could see that clearly, yet Ben Sass, Mitt Romney... <laughs> Susan Collins, all our good oh, Republicans can't. RGA, Doug Ducey, Chris Sununu, Larry Hogan, Charlie Baker. Nobody else can see it as clearly as every single Trump Biden voter that you talk to. To be fair, the RGA, which is in for Carrie Lake in Arizona, who's equally horrible to Mastriano, they are not doing Mastriano in Pennsylvania. Mastriano has basically no ads on the air. It's actually like a perfect political science experiment to see like what happens if you just don't run any ads or like you don't have any air game whatsoever um, because usually group. this doesn't happen. Yeah, he's he's like raised very little money. I mean, Shapiro's raised like a gajillion dollars and it's just burying him. Um, but but in any event, so so this is so so I've got so we've got our, our, our Trump to Biden voters and we've got no Mastriano voters. Oz and Fetterman totally split down the middle, split down the middle group. Um, one of the guys was in a group before we had seen him before and he was going to maybe leave it blank. Uh, but he's now Oz. He's now full Oz. And the reason that these guys had moved more comfortable with Oz was all the crime stuff. Yeah, it was, it is, it is, it is the crime stuff. And I think there's a little bit of the health stuff in there too. Like they're not sure he's up to it. Uh, some of that. Um, but the, and, and, you know, the crime stuff was th throughout. I mean, the, the, several of them lived in kind of 
outside of Philadelphia, and there was just real condemnation for the mayor, for the way the crime is being handled. And so mm-hmm. um, I know that the JVL, you're very dismissive of people's concerns about crime, but it is a legitimate thing that is in the mix, that is influencing political things. But No, it's totally true. When I'm voting for the United States senator, the first thing I think about is what will he do to local crime? How how will my United States senator force my mayor or my local district attorney or the governor to uh, increase funding for police and stop it? That's that's. I me just too. can I just give you the I'm cherry the on top. I've told you guys this before. All right, Trump to Biden, zero oh, Mastriano. No, oh, no, no, don't Fetter, do this half to me. Fetterman, half Oz. Don't do this to me. Three of them head to head: Biden, Trump rerun. Go Trump. So they voted for Biden in 20, but they would go back to Trump. Of course. I can't, my little heart can't take this. Sarah. I'm just seeing of more of this. Look at gas I'm just prices. seeing it. And I, I don't know what to tell you. It's happening. It's happening. And this is what, and listen, you listen to me. All of these fuckers who went and rolled over for Herschel Walker, and the Mitch McConnells of the world, and the Charlie, all of these, these institutional Republicans, I am telling you now, that they will talk themselves into believing that Trump is actually their best bet to win in 2024. And so they have um, to get Sebastian, behind I'm gonna, it. I'm going to need you to clip JBL there because That's he's going to want that clip replayed at some point in the future, I suspect, uh, as I told you so. That's coming. Uh, listen, so we are starting to run long and we have two, three topics left. And I'm going to let you guys pick which one we do because we can only do one. Uh, we can do the weirdo pro-Russia stuff. We can do uh, Gavin Newsom beatdown. Or we can do why isn't Brian Kemp the post-Trump future? Sarah? I, I mean, I, I well... You want to do Newsom? I, I, Tim, do you have a strong feeling on this? I just... He's one of my least favorite Democrats, and so if uh, if we want to if we want to do some bipartisan hate here, so uh, so Gavin Newsom is the thirstiest Democrat in America. Uh, he is almost, I think, Ron DeSantis levels of thirsty. Uh, he's been doing. He's challenged Ron DeSantis to a debate because that's normal. Uh, he's got billboards about abortion up in South Carolina, the most important Democratic primary state. And guess what? He's not going to be president. First of all, he's not going to win a Democratic nomination. There is 0.0% chance that he could win a Democratic nomination. Uh, and if he were to somehow, because like a plane went down in which every other person who is running for president of the Democratic Party was, was on it, and he was the only one left, he would lose to basically any Republican not named Doug Mastriano in a national race, like, you know, 50 to 42. This guy is terrible. He is Bill de Blasio 2020 levels of terrible. And I want him to go away. And he's never going to with his slicked back hair, is he? No, I've had to vote for him, I think, 17 times because <laughs> since I moved to California because there have been so many recalls. He's always running. So I just, this, oh, yeah, my so God. Say, he's always running. I, I've got street cred here. All right. I held my nose. I voted for him when he was running against the talk radio show host. I voted for him when I, he was running against the weird Trumpy guy that campaigned with the bear. I voted like I vote. I do it. Okay, so you know I, I I get that he's not the worst politician in America. That you know that that if you're not comparing him to the Almighty, that you can find someone that he's better than. But he's really he's really creepy and and annoying and uh, and thirsty and it, and I don't it concerns me. When I see early 2024 polls, that is that his number is popping because, you know, his name ID, you know, he's good at this. He plays the media game. And, and I just I, you, I just friends don't let friends respond to auto pollers and tell them that they might vote for Gavin Newsom next time. Like, please stop giving this person encouragement. He's fine. He's fine. He's a flaw. He's just a normal, flawed Democratic politician. Uh, he's done some good things. I, he, fi- he finally seems to be getting it on housing lately. I, I, so I just I w- want to shout that out as a California person. They passed two good housing bills. He yelled at San Francisco and was like, build fucking more houses this week. So it's better than nothing. He was early on the gay stuff. It's not like he's Herschel Walker. Like He has some qualities. But his whole vibe is very creepy. He took a picture laying on a rug with Kimberly Guilfoyle, um, where he was like, where they were getting intimate. And that is that doesn't work for me um, uh, in any way. This is Kimberly Guilfoyle is not somebody who's just changed. Like she was always like the way that she is now. 
Not that you know, he's Eskimo brothers with Don, Don Jr. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. Uh, you don't want to give the Trump family an opportunity to bring that oh, up God. during a campaign. I mean, like, do, do we do you really want a presidential campaign where Don Jr. is talking about how Gavin didn't fuck his wife as well as he does? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's not good. It, and 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 the Barrow article, Josh Barrow, sorry, did a good Sarah. article that sort of laid this out. California. I love California. It's a beautiful state. It has its problems. The Democrats don't want to own all of California's no. problems on the 2024 campaign. And so let's just move on. Thank him for his service and just kind of fi- find somebody better. Sarah, I'm sorry you had to sit through that. But on I the other Gavin hand, Newsom. you did say you wanted to talk about Gavin Newsom. So. Yeah. California. Guilfoyle. French laundry. <laughs> That's it. No more. Hair. No more. Like that, that Dems shouldn't do it. Yeah, so that's it. I, we we talked and about. I don't it. think Dems will want to, but I just like this guy is just gonna he's gonna keep putting himself forward. I'm worried about that. I'm worried about it because he's a fighter. I'm a little worried about it too. He knows what he's doing right now with the going toe to toe to Ron DeSantis. Like he wants he wants the benefit of this matchup, and I think the zealousness with which he is pursuing this is all of the reasons that he is disqualified. Like here he is, you know, unqualified for this, um, and yet. It is the thing that will give him a lot of early name recognition, buzz, et cetera. How happy are you going to be when your boy Tim Ryan slays him in 2024, Sarah? Yeah, well, we need Tim Ryan to win that Senate seat first. Uh, then I think he jumps the front. I don't know if you're going to do rapid fire with all of these. I I hate to be the one to say we're running long, but we are, and I've got to go. I'm not, I'm not going to do uh, rapid fire. I, I'm the, the conductor on this train. You're on a tight ship. We're only at 57 minutes, 57 seconds. I'll just say yeah. this. One more thing, because you brought up the fighting thing. And this is why it's nervous about Gavin Newsom. Then I'll be finished. The, 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 the human flaw that, that makes people want to see their enemies be owned is not just a flaw that is held among Republican-based voters, right? Like, it is very overdeveloped in extreme and psychopathic ways among Republican-based voters, but other humans have that. I have that weakness. Everyone has that. Not, I mean, not everyone. Many, many people have that weakness. Not Sarah. Sarah's just pure goodness. Sarah's pure goodness. I have that weakness. Democratic-based voters do, and if Gavin positions himself as the guy that's willing to whatever, troll the hardest— there could be an appeal that are there, and I'm just asking people, resist it. Resist your internal demons and just say, no, no thank you. All right. Good show, long show. Uh, reminder to everybody, if you like the next level, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, do both of those things right down there. And then go to thebulwark.com. We've got all of the things. We have new articles written every day, new podcasts every day, videos. Uh, go and sign up for Charlie Sykes' fantastic free newsletter, Morning Shots. You can get it at thebulwark.com. I'm Thanks. promoting one non-Bulwark thing before we leave. I'm on Showtime's The Circus on Sunday. So oh, if you have Showtime, watch it. If you don't have Showtime, still like tweet at the Showtime people and be like, your guests this week, really handsome. Boy, that guy, really Tim, great. he's so thin. Uh, thin, yeah, smart. Uh, you don't have to watch it. You just, you know, you're gonna get it. Well, anyway. you know what? Vice is outside my office right now, waiting to film with me. So Tim's not the only one, and that's why I've got to go. That's weird. Nobody ever asked me to do any of these things. <laughs> huh. Look at that hat. Look at that hat. Gabagool. Obviously. All right. Bye, guys. Yeah.